What is going on, everybody? This is Dr. Chris Featherstone here for yet another episode of Writing of <laughs> Leads in a Raw, ladies and gentlemen. I am with the former WCW World Heavyweight Champion. The man who has biceps so big and unanimous that it sucks the oxygen from his head, brother. <laughs> this what is up, doctor, 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 doctor? Man, it's another wonderful Monday that's, uh, you know, hey, look, maybe this week Raw is not going to do well because uh, the presidential campaign or that is got to be some voting, type of it's got to be some type of rainstorm some check yeah humidity maybe heavy humidity is being reported on the yeah. news you know minnesota's got some uh very dusty winds going yeah. on it was in st paul minnesota so maybe you know maybe there's some dusty winds going somewhere it's going to be i think i don't think the ratings are going to be well man I think it's going to be something. You got a Monday night football. You got a weather. What's on tonight? Do you even know Monday night football? Rams and Niners. Oh, okay. Well, that's a pretty big game. That's a very big game. Oh, San Fran's not doing well, but they were beating the Rams though. But yeah. the Rams are two and one, and San Fran's uh, one and two. But yeah, uh, but yeah, they're still still it's still a very popular game because of the two teams. So yeah, how's Vince Russo? You know, Chris, I swear I had a uh, what, what is it? Uh, what is it called? Epiphany. I had an epiphany. I swear to God, bro. I sat there on Saturday night and I watched the season premiere of Saturday Night Live. Okay. And if you really want to understand how far wrestling has fallen since the Attitude Era in the last 20, 25 years. Go back to the first three seasons of SNL, the not ready for primetime players, mm -hmm. and then watch the current product. Bro, that is a perfect analogy for professional wrestling. Mm. A perfect person, perfect analogy. Because everybody thinks, bro, oh, I'm bitter. You know, I rip wrestling and this, that. No, bro, I, I rip bad television. Yeah. Okay, bro, if, if, if you're producing bad television, I'm going to cut a promo because I'm a television viewer. Bro, Saturday Night Live needs to end. It needs to end. They'll probably wait till the 50th year anniversary, I, I, I would assume. Uh, that needs to end. But it reminds me very much of what wrestling used to be because – Wow, bro, that show was so bad for a season premiere. And, and the funny thing is, next week on Raw, we're supposed to have this big season premiere. So let, let, let's see what changes they make aside from, you know, 50-plus-year-old members of DX coming out. You know, it's um, – I think that's a really good analogy. I was an SNL buff. Like, I was a – I probably watched every single SNL episode from about ooh, about 90 to 2000, 88 to 2000, um, probably even throw 02 in there. So probably about a good dozen, 12 to 14 years. I was an absolutely, I was a mark for SNL, man. Mm -hmm. I probably watched every single show. I mean, I can tell you, you know, uh, from from Gilda Ratner and Eddie Murphy uh, to uh, uh, Norm Macdonald and, and uh, Chevy Chase and Chris Rock and Chris Farley's my all time favorite comedian, uh, Molly Shannon, Cheryl Terry. You know, the on list goes on, on, on bro. on and on and on. It was an absolutely huge SNL mark. And since for the past 20 years. I mean, I've probably watched a, a few handful of episodes, but it just, I mean, I lost interest, man. Bro, and, and it's 
And it's funny too, Chris, because I think you would watch it the last 20 years or so for a certain character. Yeah. You know, much like, okay, bro, when Bray was there, I didn't mind seeing what Bray was doing, but I would just watch wrestling. Forget about the whole show and sitting through the duration of the show. I would watch it for certain characters. Bro, now there are zero characters, man. Is uh, um, Keenan? That's is it. Keenan, Bro, that Keenan, is it. You don't you don't know who anybody else on the show is. Really, nobody else on the show. Bro. Wow, wow. Yeah, yeah. I, I wonder how the ratings are. And uh, that's an Oh, I should have checked that out today, man. Yeah. I, I I'm, I'm going to check that out after the show. Oh, that's good. that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, we got a super sticker. A couple super stickers from uh, Silent but Deadly. Uh, here you are, two of them, man. Thank you. Two, uh, very nice. nice. Thank, Thank you very much. See, people like that uh, makes this show, and it makes Vince Russo uh, put all the oxygen in his biceps, ladies and gentlemen. So, bro, uh, this is such a um, it's such a copy and paste show, man. I, I'm, I mean, that's that's the easiest way for me to describe what this show is. Yeah. And what Vince, what do you mean by copy and paste? Well, bro, I we I mean we had Judgment Day open the show. We've got Dominic. I swear to Dominic's been reciting the same line for the last three weeks i so, hate um, you dad you're yeah, not have, my dad i have a new family now i have yeah. okay we we got that from last week then we had another form of the match uh this week it was aj and ray against balor and priest so you know cut and paste then the you know bobby lashley gets his little segment in the back i can't believe bro they they wasted our time with lashley and ali yeah. Like again, you talk about Monday night football. Who who who's the person, Chris, staying for this match when Monday night football is on the other channel? Who is that person? Nobody. Nobody. And here's the thing. We're gonna let's let's tackle some the most important thing are the other super chats. Let's let's get to these super chats. Eman yeah. Eman Perry, 499 super chat, bro. Vince, you said the guy to beat Roman isn't on the roster yet. You think they're going to have Roman beat Bruno San Martino's record? Hey, Eamon, I say this all. I, I say this all the time, bro. If there's nobody believable that you think could beat beat him, you got to leave it on him. Mm-hmm. You got, and you can't go back to the Brockwell. You can't go to oh, the goal. No you can't go to any well we've been to before. Yeah. So honestly, bro, if the person is not there then don't beat him. Okay, with that being said, let's get to the SK Nation. Uh, Do you think Cody Rhodes should be the one who dethrones Roman Reigns when he comes back? Yes or no, and why? So I have four to Super Chats we'll have uh will be on the board so i'll read them but if you're super chatting i will put you uh, on the screen. Bro, let me tell you something about that. It's very possible they're going to do that. Yeah. And that, if you ask me, that is not believable. And then, bro, the fans are going to feel like the WWE is shoving Cody Rhodes down their throat. And then they're going to, and yeah, exactly, bro. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, bro, I see just because there's nobody else there, they feel that they need a change. Mm -hmm. It's not believable. Uh, You know, that stardust is beating Roman Reigns, and the fans are going to feel like they're forcing him down our throats. Yep. That's what happened in AEW. uh, Awesome Sauce, $2. Canadian. Did WWE redo the Tanya Harding angle with Asuka? Yeah, I saw Asuka crying. We got people crying now on the show. (laughs) You ever see that movie, I, Tanya? No. I love that movie. Great movie. Great soundtrack. Great. If you guys about, haven't seen that movie, about? Tanya, the Tanya Harding story. Oh, it's about Tanya Harding. Yeah, 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 and, uh, yeah. Yeah, the whole right. thing. They laid out the whole thing. Great movie, man. Really good movie. Oh man, did yeah. uh, did, did she get her 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 knee jacked up? Yes, yes. By um, so 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 Tanya Harding uh swiped up. What's the, what's the Nancy lady? Kerrigan? Nancy Kerrigan. Yes, 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 yes. Very very good movie. Great soundtrack. Yeah, very interesting. Okay. Uh, yes, I don't get it. He sucks as far as Cody. Um, Cody has a story. That's why. Um, no, 
No. <laughs> uh, no. Uh, sure, why not only because there's no one else. There is no one else. And, and, and that, that, that's how they might look at it, bro. That's exactly how they might look at it. Um, no. People, some people are saying The Rock should do it. Uh, well, I told you. I mean, I told you what I laid out. Yeah. But again, but even if The Rock does it and then there's a tournament or something, you still got to have the person. It, see, that's the, see, that's where I'm at, man. It's it's like, why dethrone Reigns just to right. put a one off of him? You know right. what I mean? Yeah. Because you put yourself right back into square one trying to find the guy. And if you're doing a tournament, the only believable person is Roman Reigns winning back. So right. it's like, and then you have to, then you come with the same dilemma of saying who's going to dethrone Reigns. And so yeah. I just don't see, again, I keep saying Lashley, I'm, I'm big on Lashley, but with this Ali stuff, man, I, I might have to change my mind. Why in the world would he do, back to this segment, it's a good segue here. Why when, Why in the world? Okay, so basically you can just uh shove people a little bit on their shoulder and get title matches nowadays bro, bro you know and, and here's here's what they need to do like I, you know seriously bro what they need to do is ali comes up to lashley in the back mm-hmm. and like lashley says you know what bro like honestly i really don't feel like wasting my time mm-hmm. but i have nothing else better to do tonight but i'm i'm telling you right now i'm going to beat you in under 60 seconds okay. that, 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 do that That gets Lashley more over because this did nothing for anybody, bro. Like, do that. Mm -hmm. Lashley should beat this guy in 15 freaking seconds, bro. Come on. And that's that's what I was thinking. There's no way in the world. I saw a couple. There was a couple segments that I was like, why in the world is this 50-50? Yeah. The Lashley-Ali match and the Chad Gable-Braun Strowman match, they should have. They should have eaten them for dinner yep. and they're doing 50, 50, you know, Hey man, you know, so basically it was like a proving ground match for Ali. He, he went toe to toe with Lashley and then he got congratulates and this for both of them to get, you know, uh, stomped by Rollins who, who, who got over there Rollins? Nobody. and bro notice again, I'm going to point out they are listening to our show because I Raju took a clip from the show last week where I said, okay, so Bailey surrounded herself with losers because these girls have lost every week on TV. Oh, who went over tonight, bro? Uh, the uh, EO Sky in the main event. Yeah, yeah, but bo- bo- both of them, yeah. both of them went over tonight. Oh, okay. Oh, all right. You got to wait till I say it before you figure it out on your own. And it's funny because uh, Dakota Kai beats uh, Larray her right. second week back, and yeah. Larray loses, man. Yeah. Gargano loses too. For all the hype that came behind Gargano, he loses after a few weeks. Bro, we are right back. Say what you want about Triple H. We're right back to 50-50 booking. Yeah. We, we was, are we yeah. are right back to it, bro. Right I was back thinking to the it. same thing, man. Yep. We're back to some 50-50 main event. Yep. It's just like square one. No one's yep. getting over. Everybody feels the same. Yeah. And it's interesting because, like, from what Ryback said, Triple H was the one who told him about the you know no one's going to be bigger than the business yep and you're starting to see that when it comes to triple h i mean again it's been three months we've even talked about this on our other show this this is the end of the probation period for us to really look at just a three-month trajectory and i mean just a three-month evaluation to say is it vastly different than vince mcmahon's era and i can't say yes i can't say yes there's some there's some points that are different but at the same time, the mid card championships still aren't being as, you know, uh, boosted as they thought they were. You know what yeah. I mean? And the thing is, it's like that, the 24-7 segment, I heard is back. You know, I saw the Nikki A.S.H., you know, one at the house show. So it's back in the sense. You know what I mean? So it's like I'm not seeing anything vastly different, Vince. What do you yeah. think? I'm not seeing. I'm not seeing any. I'm not. I'm not seeing anything different. I'm. I'm really not, bro. The only thing different is he's given the marks. You know, m- matchups that they're excited about. That you know, the casual fan could could literally care less. 
That is the only thing, bro. There, there is no difference than, than what Vince was doing. You're bringing in NXT people we don't care about. You beat LaRue in her second week. You beat Gargano in his second week. You beat Bailey's girls. Now Bailey's girls have gone over. So next week it'll give you got to give Alexa Bliss. I, I swear to God, bro, there must be a big chalkboard. Like, okay, who won this week? Yeah. You know, and this is who wins next. I, I'm I'm telling you, that's the way they must book it. I can't believe, bro. Can you imagine Chris going through a commercial break with Lashley and Ali? They went through a commercial break with that match. Are you freaking kidding me, bro? That should have been a squash, man. That should have been an absolute squash. If if the if the point is to make Bobby Lashley look good, why in the world would someone like an Ali, who's been misused since retribution, (laughs) come and and have some 50-50 match against Bobby Lashley, who can literally destroy everybody backstage? And he goes against someone like a uh, uh, Ali, and he's like, man, you know, this. I'm sweating profusely. I'm about to pick you up, man, because it was, man, that was a good one, man. I, I just, again, if you're trying to build the the main event, or if you're trying to build this mid card talent, or if you're trying to build Lashley, I just don't understand it, man. I don't understand why Ali's some guy who's who can give who can give Bobby Lashley a run for his money, you know. I don't, I don't understand it, man. It doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, next week we'll get, uh, you know, he'll he'll just continue to beat mid carters every week, and he'll give him a run for his money. Bro, that's what they <laughs> that's do. What there, there are so many things on this show that you can look at as a writer, and I think our 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 sports kid and nation can look at. There are so many things you can look at, and you can say. They don't know what to do with yeah. so and so. They don't know what to do with Bobby Lashley. They don't know what to do with almost. Mm-hmm. They don't know what to do with Braun. The 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 Loomis thing is getting freaking ridiculous, oh, yeah. bro. I'm yeah. I'm I'm sorry. It's yeah. getting freaking ridiculous now. They don't know what to do what what to do with these people. As I said, Chris, every week in any television show. You got to have progression, progression, progression. You got to keep advancing the story. There's not one story. Even Ray, even Ray and Dominic, hit me, hit me, hit me. Bro, you've done that three weeks now. You've done three weeks of hit me, hit me, hit me. But Ray keeps losing, though. That's the thing. What is this leading to? If How is this building Ray as a as a notable person, he's a legend. He's been there off and on for 20 years. He's been in the business for 35 almost. How is this built? What, what is this building to? What's the, Bro, what's the how, how, how is the family not involved? How, 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 right. how, how does the mother say, I'm not going to try to talk or the sister say yeah. that bro, when you have Ripley beat the crap out of the sister. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now we, when you, when you have Ripley slap the mother across the face, now we've got something. Yeah. And, and wouldn't that be a natural progression? Wouldn't the mother say, Ray, Ray, let me talk to him. You know, that's my son. Let I, I mean that that's what's missing. Every week, Ray's got a different partner going against these guys. Mm-hmm. That's that's booking, wrestling, zero st- storytelling, zero progression whatsoever, bro. Yeah, none, none. We see the same thing over. Well, and it goes back to what you were saying, Vince. Triple H is a wrestler, right? Booking a show. That's right. And you see it. I mean, like yes. we're seeing it. Yes, right now. Yes, bro. We're this seeing is, a wrestler, yes. a wrestler booking a show. There's no story arc. There's no intrigue. It's just a wrestler booking wrestling matches every single week. Bro, I had a crack up because Rollins attacks last year. I don't know what he's wearing. I, I don't know if he's trying to be like a pixie dust. I, I don't. I don't know what he's doing. I, I don't know what he's doing. But anyway, bro, when when Rollins attacked Lashley, did you hear what the announcer said? No. What 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 is this for? Yeah, bro, that's what everybody at home is saying. Like yeah. what like what 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 is the announcer said? What bro, if the announcer doesn't understand why yeah. he's attacking him, I'm supposed to understand. <laughs> horrible. Just just horrible. 
how is this how is this helping us understand storylines here i i don't i don't get it man i i don't understand and again i saw this raw episode and i said this is a rust for booking wrestling matches man i'm telling that, that, you bro essentially what bro, I the success of the attitude era war was you had television writers yeah and we had a cast bros just like snl we got a cast yeah we got to get the entire cast over. We got to give the entire cast television time. Triple H as a wrestler is carrying baggage based on his previous history with other wrestlers on the show. Mm -hmm. That's why you're going to see as writers, me and Ed, we didn't have that history and that baggage with, oh, bro, I, I, I had a match with so-and-so 10 years ago and he didn't sell for me. Bro, wrestlers don't forget that stuff, Chris. They don't forget it. I'm telling you. When Double J was writing and I was, you know, working with him creatively, bro, he didn't forget what people did to him 20 years ago. They don't forget that stuff, bro. I'm telling you. Man, and I, I don't understand why you would want to sabotage the business for something petty like that. Because the, the expense of petty. ratings. Because the yeah. business is petty. It's always been petty, bro. It always will be petty. I think we're seeing the fruits of that, though. I think I think we're seeing the bitter fruits of petty writing, and and, right. and, and and you know, and we're seeing it through the ratings dwindling and the market becoming more niche, and then you're having a trouble even cre even keeping the niche market. That's that's right. the thing. If you have a niche market under two million people, and that's falling down. What's your excuse now? You know what I mean? Right. You can throw weather, football, you know what I mean? Whatever you want to do. Like I told you before, you know, the, the reason why there's coffee shops on, on, on blocks, on multiple co coffee shops on each block, because each coffee shop is confident in what they sell and what their product is. Mm -hmm. They're not really worried about so much the coffee shop down the block. They know they have good coffee. And right. if they're good co and their coffee's good and they have their stable and their, and their, 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 uh, staple uh, uh, person clientele, they're that those people are going to bring other people say, man, you got to try this coffee. It's it's really good. That's how business works. You're not yep. saying, okay, well, we're going to push people away because we have this one coffee style. And we're not evolving as a business, and we're not trying new things. And we're and we're seeing that people are leaving the store, but still, you know what? We're going to still do the same exact thing and expect different results. I mean, Chris, what here's, I understand, what, here, here, insanity. here's what it comes down to. And I've said this before. They don't know what to do. Mm. Vince did not know what to do when we had, uh, you know, TL Hopper and the goon. And he was at yeah. the point he did not know what to do. They don't know what to do, bro. Look at the perfect example is the Loomis thing. I'm going to say it again. They have no idea where to go with this. Yeah, They've yeah. got no idea where to go with this. And, bro, he, here's how ridiculous this is, Chris. Uh, Miz is so on edge. We've got him so on edge. He's on the phone. I don't know. He doesn't know where Chopper is. He's so on edge. He's so on edge. He's so on edge. What's the next scene, Chris? He's sleeping. Uh, he's sleeping. Yeah, he's sleeping. Yeah. He fell asleep. Well, well, bro, you're you're bro, you're either up all night or you're either sleeping. You can't be on edge in one sleep scene and out like a night. Now, if bro, if he would have got drugged, if he would have got chloroformed, if Loomis would have shot something in his arm, okay. Yeah. But that's not what happened, bro. Man. Gargano you know, Gargano woke him up from a sleep. Okay, so okay, bro. Is it okay. sleep or was he put to sleep by Loomis? Well, bro, if he was put to sleep by Loomis, then why ain't we seeing that? Then why ain't we, we saw seeing the, that? We saw the illusion, I guess, that Gargano saw Loomis and then he looked back and he wasn't there. Bro, I don't. If you if you think for one second I'm going to try to figure this out, like I care enough to figure this out, all I'm saying is, bro, you guys need to move this along. Like, my God, it's it's been five weeks now, five, yeah. six weeks, and it has gone nowhere. Yeah, none, none. 
I'm trying to I'm trying to wait for the payoffs of a lot of these uh, uh, stories. I mean, like, what's the payoff for Judgment Day and the Mysterios? What's the payoff for Rollins and and uh, Riddle? You've got a fight pit match, but now Rollins is being in the U.S. title picture in a way. What exactly are these payoffs here? What's the payoff, you know, for the Miz and Loomis? What is what is going on, what is going on here? And it's interesting because the Miz fell asleep during Raw. I think that's pretty accurate of how the wrestlers feel about the show as well. Yeah, and bro, it's not even that. It's like you got to make sense out of stuff, bro. Remember, three weeks ago now, I think it was Loomis was in his house. Remember that? Yeah. Okay, Chris, you got three kids, right? I do. And a wonderful wife. Mm-hmm. If somebody is stalking you. And and there's a stranger, literally, you know he got in the house. Are you leaving home frequently after that? No, I will be I'll be uh uh brandishing my gun. Yeah, exactly, exactly, bro. Like so that, that that's completely dropped, bro. He he was in your and remember, bro, he was in the house with the kids. He was with the remember, kids. bro. And remember, we can go back even <laughs> further. Remember when Bray Wyatt was messing with his kid in the in the crib yes, yes. And, and that was never explained <laughs> they, they don't explain nothing bro the dude was in the house with the kids and 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 miss is going to work to wrestle he's notorious for not watching his kids that's that's basically that's basically where we come from that he's he doesn't watch his kids uh very very well and there's no payoff or there's no uh it doesn't there it doesn't go on it, like we don't even understand it just it just cuts off you know what i mean it's like okay so he's in the house he's here he's there he's just popping up everywhere and then what does this mean like does this mean that the miz is finally going to convince loomis to be with him or to be you know be his ally instead of champa does he start a uh a, a group with with champa and loomis does loomis and champa team what like i'm starting this same thing every week is starting to get old and stale and it's losing my interest chris what very similar type character did they not know what to do with until he died on the vine bray wyatt Right, yeah. This is very similar to that, yeah. bro. Same thing with it's, Malachi. When right. they have yeah, when they have that kind of a character, like when they have an Undertaker character, mm-hmm. they don't know how to do Undertaker meets the real world and for it to make sense. They don't know how to do that. That's that, that's living in the bubble, bro. Yeah. That's living in the bubble. And all of a sudden, we've got this mysterious, m- mythical character, but yet he's got to engage with regular people. How do we do that? Oh, we don't know how to do it, so we're not going to do anything with it. It's just going to die on the vine. Well, like I said before, Vince, in our other show, I think the problem with we with, with the writers that we see is that they're not allowing artists to be creative. It's it, like if it, you you have certain wrestlers who are bona fide artists, mm-hmm. like a Bray Wyatt, like right, a Malachi Black, they don't need wrestling to show their artistry. It's just a platform to show their artistry. So people in the wrestling bubble that's going to be friction and conflict because they don't know how to book for people like that. They no. keep thinking like, let's just throw you in a match. Let's and just why is and that? Why is that? Because of what you just said. They're not creative. Correct. They're not creative. So how, how can I think like a creative person thinks, how can I be on that same level of a Bray Wyatt or a Malachi black when I am not creative. Yeah, so yeah. I, I think they're crazy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. They're loony and they're they're right. eccentric and you yes. know they're out there and and, so, yeah. and no what they are Chris here here's what they are hard to work with right yeah that's that's that, hard that's, to work that's with. the yeah. one bro that yeah. the, the ultimate warrior was hard, hard to, to work, work with yeah. yes yeah. yes 
Rollin, my, see this guy always coming through. 1999 Super Chat, bro. Can you guys explain why Cody beating Roman is not believable? ROH world champ, three-time AEW TNT champion, six-time WWE tag champ, two-time WWE IC champ, protege of Triple H Norton, brother of an uncrowned legend, and son of an uncrowned super legend, and son of a son of a plumber. Why is Cody not believable? Though? Well, first of all, Ring of Ring of Honor means nothing. So to take that off the list, AEW means nothing except to a million people in this world. So take that off the list. Being a tag champion means nothing. The Intercontinental Championship. When's the last time the Intercontinental Championship meant something? Bro, I don't need Randy Savage, maybe. So that, <laughs> does, that, doesn't, that doesn't mean anything. Pro, protege of Triple H and Orton, uh, brother of an uncrowned, like, you know, Rollin, I'm just like, I don't think any of that stuff means a hill of beans, man. If you ask me, I just, I just don't. So I understand the, the resume when it comes to, Pro wrestling fans, I right. understand that. Right. My problem with to answer your question from my end, Rollin, I think the problem with Cody not being believable is that one, this part that the person who beats Roman Reigns needs to be the chosen super popular babyface that's going to take WWE to to greater heights. That's what I look at as someone who's uncrowning Roman Reigns, who's been champion for over two years now. So that's what I'm looking at. For me, I think Cody Rhodes is just one week away from being turned on by the fans. I don't see Cody being a lasting face of the WWE. I don't think it's believable physically. I don't think it's believable storyline-wise. And I just don't see Cody being the guy to take WWE to new heights. Bro, I'm going to tell you what Cody Rhodes is not. Co bro, and, and I'll give you a perfect example. Rock and Austin. Okay, so let, let, let's look at what they were. Yeah. Rock, uh, Austin was every man. Cody Rhodes is not every man. Mm. Because Cody Rhodes, when you see Cody Rhodes, you see money. Mm. Okay, if you saw his show and the way he lives and... Cody, he's not every man. He's not Dusty. He's not every man. He always comes across as better than everybody else. That's number one. Yeah. So what was The Rock? Man, The Rock was the coolest the guy star. on the Rock block that you wanted yeah. to be. Cody Rhodes is not the coolest guy on the block that you want to be. Yeah. So yeah. what is he? <laughs> like, what is, what is he's not every man. He's he's not cool. What is he, bro? So we talked about before, and I brought up a, a point that we we end up having a really good conversation about. I brought up the rock star factor, right? When it comes to professional wrestling talent, now Dusty was a rock star because he was he was like meatloaf, like he you know I mean he was like the rock star. He he didn't have the you know my belly's a little big, my hind is a little big, but I'm bad, and you know I'm bad, right? Meatloaf was the guy who was an absolute rock star. Didn't look to part, you know what I mean? But he's, <laughs> but he's singing Paradise by, by the Dashboard Light. And everybody in the crowd is saying, let me sleep on it, right? And so, like, he's coming in. He still has that rock star feel to him. But everybody can relate to him in a way. Like, to me, Dusty was like Meatloaf. He wasn't like the, the big, you know, uh, he didn't have a, a appeal physically, but he had the charisma to bring the crowd in. I don't Bro, see that. Listen, he, he is a perfect example. My mother did not follow wrestling at all. And bro, back in the day, Dusty was like a, a special attraction on the MSG matches. Remember mm -hmm. that, bro? He was a special attraction. Mm -hmm. My mother used to stop everything to watch Dusty. Here's why, bro. He was a likable guy. Yeah. Cody Rhodes is not a likable guy, bro. I'm I, I'm sorry. He bro, I listen, maybe it's me, Chris. The, listen, you got to wear a shirt and tie to work every day because you are a professional. I I would not 
accept a job where I have to wear a shirt and tie every day. I I changed the dress code at the WWE because I could not. So, bro, when the average Joe sees shirt and tie, immediately in his mind, that's corporate, that's my boss, Mm -hmm. that's money, this guy is an a-hole. I'm telling you, bro, that is the perception. Dusty was a likable guy, bro. You can go as far as back, far back as Bruno with, with, you know, the, the, the Italian heritage and just like, bro, you knew always bleeding. Like you're going to have to kill this guy because he's fighting for every single, like there was always a, a built in gimmick. Yeah. I don't, I don't know why bro. Listen, outside of the marks, because I, I, I'll never understand them to begin with. Somebody would really need to explain to me why you're, you, you're a casual wrestling fan. Why are you a fan of Cody Rhodes? Like, seriously, I, I, I would want to sure. hear what a casual fan, why are you a fan of this guy? All right, let's, uh, let's pose it to the SK Nation. For those who, because I, I I did the list before, I said either you're a hardcore, a bridge, or a casual fan. If you're a casual fan here in the SK Nation who watches the reason of Raw, uh, because you love Dr. Chris and, and Vince Russo, because we turn gimmicks into gimmickade here. Why do you like Cody Rhodes if you're a casual fan? Yeah, that's all. Yeah. I have simple question. Yep. Victor, $5 Super Chat, bro. Are we doing a show for AEW third year anniversary Wednesday after Dynamite? <laughs> Victor, thank you for the Super Chat, my man. There's uh, the show, bro. Yeah. <laughs> the, the good show, brother. There's the clutch, show. the Hogan clutch. It's the chainsaw. <laughs> brother. Oh, yeah. I just pulled the muscle. Oh, man. <laughs> Ouch. All right. Yeah. So there's there's your show. There's your show early, man. There's your show. Uh, let's see how else we got. Uh, um, Because of Dusty. <laughs> that, yeah. That's why he's going to win. For his dad's legacy. That's the reason why people are saying he should win it. Shows proper respect to his dad. So he's going to win it in honor of Dusty Vince. That's BS, bro. Come on. <laughs> like, stop it. Stop it already. Like, bro, you know, if if Dusty was a figure that was disrespected in the business, like, that would be one thing. I, I don't think Dusty was disrespected in the wrestling business. I think Dusty was always put on a pedestal, always oh, yeah. revered, always thought very highly of. I, I don't think people crapped on Dusty Rhodes. Dusty's one of the goats, man. He's uh, absolutely. So we talked about LaRue losing after LaRay uh, to Vince LaRue. Uh, getting, losing after Can I ask you another thing, too? Like, yeah. please help me out here. Uh, I don't watch MMA, Chris. I never watch MMA. I've never been into that. But is Am I supposed to be excited about Danielle Cormier? Am, am I supposed to be excited about this dude? If you're an MMA fan, yes. He's a retired MMA fighter, UFC fighter. Yep. He's but there. hasn't he been around forever? He's yeah, he's been around for a long time. I mean, he's one of the he's he's one of the most popular UFC fighters in the past 20 And this years. would make me buy the pay-per-view. If you're, I can see it has a crossover effect from people from MMA, but I don't think an, I don't think a diehard UFC fighter or UFC fanatic is going to buy this because Daniel Cormier is a referee, though. Bro, think about it. (laughs) Think, think about this for a second. The appeal with Tyson was he was banned from pay per view, okay, and he was going to be the special enforcer in a match that Austin was in. Yeah. So I want to see, I want to see Cormier be a special enforcer in a guy that's dressing in pink and purple. <laughs> really? That, that's what I, that's what I'm going to get excited about, bro. Yeah. If you're now you don't watch MMA, so you wouldn't get excited. I watch MMA. I'm trying to figure out if 
Cormier, which is a big name. You know, he, he's a big name. I'm trying to figure out if Cormier, if Daniel Cormier would have the appeal of bringing in stars. Now, here's the thing. Mike Tyson was still relevant in 1998. Cormier's retired, and he's commentating now he's good he's a good commentator but he's not in the he's not an active ufc fighter anymore so bringing in a retired ufc fighter to try to garner mma fans to buy a wwe minor pay-per-view i just i don't i personally don't see it as someone who watches ufc i i I personally don't see it unfortunately now if it was conor mcgregor because Conor McGregor is a personality. That's the thing with Conor McGregor. He's a personality. DC is not a personality. He's a really good fighter. He's a really good MMA uh, guy. Mike Tyson was a personality. Yeah. Conor McGregor's a personality. So yeah. that would be a different, that would be a whole different, you know, thing for me. Yeah. Um, next we have Otis defeating Johnny Gargano. Your boy JG losing after just a few weeks of he had a he had a hero's welcome. Everybody marked when they found out that when they saw Johnny Gargano come back, he cuts a heralding promo. The fans cry for him, and he loses after three weeks, Vince. Why? Oh, why? It was his turn to lose, I guess, bro. (sighs) You know? He looked at the board before he went to the ring. Because he's like, hey, you know what? Triple H is my guy. He brought me back. I was gone for nine months. I was in NXT. So glad Vince is gone because I know Triple H got my back. So he was looking at the board. He was like, he just walked past it. He said, oh, I'm not losing. I've only been here a few weeks. I'm not losing. And then when they he was told out in the ring, oh, yeah, Otis is going over. What? Like, he was, he was surprised. He was shocked. And he realized that, oh, no, I'm getting bit by the 50-50 bug. Yeah. Nobody, nobody's going to – there's not going to be another John Cena, bro. That's true. He's not going to – there's not going to be another – we, we see it. Other, other than Roman Reigns, in the past – since the Cena era, 2005, is when he, like, became main eventer. Since 2005, who – after 2005, so you can't count Orton or Lesnar. After 2005, who has been an absolute star that has transcended the WWE business? And you're talking about you're talking about almost 20 years. Yeah. So post 2005, other than Reigns, who has been a a bona fide star who has transcended the business and is bigger than who who actually ha- appeals and looks and feels bigger than the business right now. That's for that's for the SK Nation to to answer. Who would you say, Vince? Nobody. Nobody. They, bro, they had that crop, man. The crop was Cena, Batista, Brock, Orton. Uh, Orton. Mm-hmm. After that crop, there's been you. You said Roman. Yep. After that, there's there's been nobody, nobody, bro. I th- there hasn't even been anybody who's come close. Everybody, everybody else, there's those guys, and then everybody else falls into the good little hand category. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, this is a show full of good little hands. Yeah. So any anybody the past since 2005, people are saying CM Punk transcended the business cm punk was not i'm bro listen i got nothing against cm punk i am telling you bro he was not over to the casual crowd i'm telling you bro no 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 he was not over to the casuals uh uh, brian danielson was not over to the casuals bro no within the marks megastars yeah yes outside of the business relatively unknown yes that's that my point is who I mean, you can't say someone who was a megastar in the business. That's not my question. My question is someone who has transcended the business and who feels bigger than the business. CM Punk does not feel bigger than the business. Bro, right? think of this. Let's let's break it down to them in this in these terms, Chris. Let me I think get to you, Hannibal, in a minute. I, I think this is very easy. Uh John Cena did a subway commercial. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if you did not 
know who John Cena was. With Cena's presence and Cena's look, number one, you knew he was somebody, and number two, you were asking the question, who is this guy? Sure. Put CM Punk in that Subway commercial. Put Brian Danielson in that Subway commercial. You would think they were actors. Yeah. You, you, you would not think, you would think they were like Jared. You know, they, they were somebody hired for the commercial. They were not somebody. Yeah. That's the test. Yeah. When you see Cena, you know Cena's somebody. Mm-hmm. That's the test. Yeah, the airport test, man. That's, yes. that's what it's all about. Hannibal, $5 super chat, bro. Thank you for being patient, my man. Yep, if this yeah, was 20 right. years ago, Gargano would be a mainstay of Saint Night Heat. I don't get the hype. <laughs> Very good point there. Sunday Night Heat. A big shout out to Sunday Night Heat. Uh, jukebox 499. Thank you all for your contributions today. Vince, yes. do you think HBK in his prime would be believable ending Roman's title reign? Also, yes, and, and I'll, I'll tell you why, bro. I'll tell you why, Jukebox. Um, here's what I loved about Sean because, like, you know, I was producing him and writing this stuff. You can go back, bro, and you can look at the angles with look at the angle with Sean and the Undertaker. Okay, bro. The beauty of it was Sean never cowered to the undertaker and as a matter of fact there's a lot of promos where he got right in taker's face Mm -hmm. the reason being in sean's mind bro sean really believed he could beat the under he really believed that he was cocky he was arrogant and he believed that and and because you 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 understood that character now you start asking the questions, can Short beat him? Well, if he outlasts him, he might be able to. He's quicker than him. He's faster than him. And, bro, you know, I was just watching an Attitude Era today. Sean was a very well-built guy. Bro, Sean was twice the size of Johnny Gargano. Like, with, with all due respect, I just watched Sean today, and I just watched Johnny Gargano tonight. Sean's yeah. twice the size of Johnny Gargano. Yeah. So, so when, when you look at his attitude, you know, the, the never quit, his, his, his speed, yeah, bro, there was a chance that this guy could pull it off. Yeah. So a- a- absolutely, bro, if, if you – I think what it is, bro, is if you put him in an angle with Reigns and Sean Michaels was cutting Sean Michael promos – with that attitude and that mm-hmm. confidence and not backing down, yeah, bro, I think he would make you believe that he would have a, sh- a shot at beating him. So here's the thing, Vince. Charisma and passion can out um, shine anybody's shape or figure. You know what I mean? Like goes back right. to it goes back to uh, Dusty. Dusty, if you looked at Dusty Rhodes at a grocery store, you you don't see someone who was one of the biggest stars in professional wrestling history. You because he hasn't said anything, you haven't talked to him, you don't see the 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 soul, the jazz. But when you see when you get into or when you see that promo from Dusty Rhodes, you're like salivating. You're like, I want more of this. I want bro. more of the flip flop and fly and the elbow and the son of a plumber being, but like, I, I want more of that. When you see Johnny Gargano, respectfully, when you see Johnny Gargano, if your goal, if the end game is, I want more wrestling, you've missed the point of this, yeah. man, because wrestling bro, is a dime a dozen now. I was just watching a, um, I was just watching the uh, 1997. Uh, December 29th, 1997. So the Royal Rumble is up next and Mm -hmm. Sean is facing Taker. Mm -hmm. Bro, he cut this promo. uh, Veins popping out of his neck. Sweat. Like there was such emotion in this promo. I couldn't help but comment on how into the promo. Mm. Then I get, uh, oh yeah, well, well, yeah, I got a kid now and 
you know, me and the wife had a kid. Like, get, get, get go home and stay with your kid, bro. Seriously, this is a wrestling show, bro. Stop. Yeah. I, I wish people could see the promo he cut yeah. at Taker where it was like, God, bro, this guy is just so into this. Well, like I told you before, Vince, 95% of these people are wrestlers who are living a dream. You know, they're right. three years old. They were in the trampoline. Yeah. They're on their back deck. They they went on the top rail of their back deck and they jumped, you know, over it. And now they're 35 years old yeah. and they're like, oh my gosh. I, no, yeah, bro. I'm they're they're like, this. they're like, how the hell did I get here? Where yeah. Sean was, no, I belong I here. I belong here. I, I belong here, here bro. Yeah. That, that's a huge difference. Absolutely. Yeah, and we see it. We see it every week. We see every people- week who are marks for the business, who are like, man, I can't believe it. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to fly and do a whole bunch of spots to keep my spot. Yep. I'm not going to work on my character and have believable promos that people are buying into my character. I'm going to buy in people and gain the, the adulation of people by spots every week. And that's backwards to me. You know what I mean? Because the thing is that becomes the same thing every single week. Yep. Everybody's matches feels the same in yep. AEW. Everybody's matches feels the same for the most part in, in WWE. Pro wrestling period just feels like one big pro wrestling. This is awesome. Big spots, Canadian destroyers, super kicks. You know what I mean? It's the same song and dance every yep. time. There's yep. no uniqueness. With characters back in the attitude era, you had Crash Holly, you know. I mean, having a unique, having a, a distinction on a raw show. Yep. Now it just feels like a big long stretch, you know, same matches, same type of matches. Oh, here comes Judgment Day. Oh, here comes Damage Control. Like you can insert the blocks and the, the, the you know, and, and the thing. Someone who doesn't even know wrestling can watch the wrestling for uh, like three weeks and predict the fourth week based on what they see. I mean, oh, and yeah. that's, and that's the problem. That's a With huge that problem. Yeah. Uh, we got a super chat. Awesome sauce, my man. Thank you very, very much. Mega powers <laughs> formed on this day, 1987 Hogan and Savage to Gargano. Don't even look like the same species. <laughs> good word. there, species. I think that's a good way to put it there. Uh, who we got next? We got Strowman and Gable, man. Uh, any thoughts on that? Nah, no, no. He doesn't, Strowman doesn't look like, I mean, Triple A's brought Strowman in for what? Like he's being, he's not being anything different than what he was before. Right, and, and, he, and again, bro, he, okay, bro, we've got it. It's the third week in a row now. We've right. got it. I'm telling you, bro, they don't understand the attention span of the television viewer, man. They don't understand it, bro. You, you, you better satisfy me. You, you've got a window to satisfy me, bro, or I'm gone. Yeah. And they, they don't understand that, bro. They, they don't know the pacing of shows, how shows move. They don't have a clue to any of that, bro. That's wrestlers, wrestlers uh, writing wrestling shows, man. So Omos, they they, they do a, uh, a camera shot on Omos backstage. Does that mean that we got a, a new angle coming up between Omos and Braun Strowman? Can you imagine what that's going to look like? What is that going to look like? Man? I don't want to. No. I'll just have to wait and see until it comes here. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm going to take that out of my imagination. We get a contract signing with Bianca Belair and Bailey. Are you excited for this match? At Bro, can I point something out? Like, with all due respect. Yeah. Is it time for Joey? <laughs> Let's do it. Time for, time for Joey. Time out. Time out. Time out, Joey. Time out, Joey. I got to point this out. Because she's not wrestling, so it's not wrestling gear, right. okay? Bro, right. Bailey has worn the same exact top yes. the last four weeks. <laughs> and and I, I'm trying to understand this because you're not wrestling, so it's not wrestling gear. Why are you wearing the same clothes on television each and every week? 
You know, bro, I even said, even though I wasn't a big fan of Becky, I am not a big fan of Rollins. I am a big fan of uh, big fan of Bianca Belair. You know, another one, you know, that always stands out to me is uh, Charlotte. Mm-hmm. I always point out the money they spend on the wardrobe. Mm-hmm. Because first and foremost, bro, you want to be a star, you got to look like a star. Absolutely. And all of them do that. I, I may think Rollins is a clown. I, I wasn't getting Becky's Terminator gimmick, but at least they were investing the money. She's been wearing the same white top row for the last four weeks, and I, I'm trying to figure this out. I, I, I don't even wear the same <laughs> shirt on this show. and I, I'm in the basement of my freaking house. I'm not on television. I'm trying to understand that. And, bro, here's the problem that goes along with that, Chris. Somebody needs to point that out to her backstage. Yes. Somebody somebody needs to say, Becky, you've been wearing the same top for the last four weeks. Can we (laughs) mix it up a little bit? Somebody needs to say something, bro. I don't think people even cares about their character enough. It's, to unre- it's unbelievable to me. Bro, remember, bro, freaking Cher, man. Cher used to change costumes 27 times in a show. This this girl's been wearing the same shirt since yeah. she returned, and I don't understand. Yeah, over two months ago. Yeah, I mean, hey, damage control. You know they they've been on the outside and the outcast and their uh, their their budget's a little low, Vince. They they uh, need to beat pe- more people to, uh, as Dusty Rose would say, go to the pay window, baby. Are you excited in any way? I know I know the answer. Are you excited for Bailey versus Bianca Belair? Bro, I'm going to tell you something, and and I wrote this. Like first of all, you know we we got the fight in the back. Uh, and then Alexa Bliss. I thought Alexa Bliss challenged Leo. I was like, who is Leo? Did, did I, is there a character? Is there an NXT character Leo on this week? Because I could have swore she said Leo tonight. I, I, w- whatever. Yeah. Um, then we got uh, uh, Han Solo against uh, Dawkins. Uh, I, I don't watch SmackDown, so I know nothing about Solo. He's obviously with the Samoan group. Yeah, he's uh, Jay, and News, uh, Jay and Jimmy's real life young, younger brother. Real life younger brother. Okay, great. Keep the Samoan uh, legend alive. That's mm-hmm. good. I don't have a problem with that. Um, then we have we have the Bliss and Sky match, which it, the, the well, women. You forgot the, the Edge interview. Yeah. Oh but that, no, I didn't. Tron. I I didn't forget. Talking about his family. Yeah, and... I don't. I bro, stop, <laughs> bro. I'm going to be honest with you. This was my feeling throughout the entire match. I the last match on this show. It's the women again, bro. I swear to God, I am watching this match, <laughs> and I'm saying to myself, seriously somebody's going to get hurt here because they don't know what they're doing. Mm. They, they don't know what they're doing. Somebody's going to get hurt. So bro, I'll be honest with you. A ladder match concerns me, Chris. I saw today and, and you would never think of anything about this match. I was watching that show December 29th on Peacock comma Charles, Wright Against Kim Sh- Ken Shamrock. Bro, this was a beautiful match of two guys working together and every move being believable. And every time, you know, Shamrock got that ankle, like, like Kama was screaming, like the way they were selling for each other. This was a model of, Bro, these are two guys working together safely to get each other over. Yeah. I'm watching these girls, bro. They are recklessly throwing each other around. Recklessly, bro. They they don't know where they're going to land. They don't know what position they're going to land. They don't know if they're going to land on their neck. They don't know if they're going to land on their head. They are violently tossing each there's no control bro i'm telling you go you you guys don't believe me go watch the match i'm telling you about it's a beautiful example of what the business is supposed to be yeah these girls are chucking each other around the ring 
and now there's going to be a ladder involved? I'm telling you, bro, somebody's going to get hurt because, bro, they're not professionals. They are not professionals, bro. And Bailey recently had surgery. And Bailey and recently had surgery. And how, how many concussions has Alexa Bliss had? No, how several. many? Yeah. Come on, bro. They're not professionals. They don't know what they're doing. Bro, you, 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 think, you think Scott Hall would let somebody just throw him around? <laughs> like, seriously, you think any of those guys would have allowed that? They were in control, bro. They were in control of everything. If there was ever an a accident or somebody got hurt, or it was a, uh, you know, it, it, it was a like a one in a million because safety, bro, I'm telling you, safety was always first. Yeah, Bret Hart was a big advocate of that as far bro, as like, these making, girls are making things feel believable. Yes, but not really bro, doing it. Uh, yeah. these girls are tossing each other around. Bro, she, at one point, Bianca Belair got thrown. Yeah, like, the steps. The, yeah. yeah, and I'm like, bro, like, like I'm rammed I'm, almost. Yeah. Oh man, I'm telling you, bro. These these girls, they don't. This this is not this is not Medusa. This is not Charlotte Flair. Yeah. You know, this is this is not Sherry Martell or Luna. These girls don't know what the frig they're doing, bro. I'm telling you, man. I saw that too when when Bianca was rammed in. I'm like, man, that's a, a, a dislocated shoulder waiting to happen. That's the reason why <laughs> Becky's gone right now because of a dislocated shoulder. And so you're going to have your biggest female star in, in all of WWE take a bump, an unnecessary bump like that right before the pay-per-view. And can you imagine, bro, they're having a ladder match. So, you know, bro, here's the thing first and foremost. To get over with the office. The fact that the office is giving two women a ladder match. So you got to get over with the office. Then you got to give the Dave Meltzer something. He's going to give five stars. You got to give the mark something. Yeah, bro, that is a recipe for a wheelchair. Yeah. That's what that's a recipe for, bro. Mm, good point there. Rollin, once again, coming through, 999 Super Chat. Boo! I'm a Bridge fan, but I like Cody because of his character and work is believable like the 80s and 90s. Tell me this. His desire to win the WWE title because his family never won it. Is, is it a work or a shoot? Do you I think it's a shoot. I think the only one Cody Rhodes cares about is himself. When when Rollins says he's a Bridge fan, is he talking like Brooklyn Bridge, Golden Gate Bridge? What is he talking about? He's a fan of Bridges? No, he's a Bridge Todd fan is I, how I described it. Todd Bridges? Maybe Todd Bridges, no. but he's a bridge friend as I describe it. He's he's a, in the middle. He's he's uh, he's not a hardcore and he's not a casual. He's a bridge friend. Yeah, you know, I, I Rollin, to answer your question seriously, I don't know if if his family never winning a title is a work or a shoot, but I I do know this, and I think Chris will agree with me. Chris, did Dusty Rhodes ever need to win a title? He was so revered and so over bro this is a guy that didn't he did not need a title to get over no he didn't need a title to get over i wish he did he won one though bro, I yeah, hate, I, yeah i, I agree despise that. that philosophy like wrestlers doesn't need no you don't need titles you know jake never needed a title to to get over but at the same time i wish that he would have been awarded a championship because he was so over for the yeah i'm not gonna argue with that chris yeah. I, I i totally understand that logic but but you're right though philosophically he didn't need a title to be over a title didn't make him get yeah over. and and it's and it's like it's not like nobody gave the the title to dusty because they thought he was undeserving Correct. if that, if that would have been the right. case i'm a hundred percent for cody rhodes 100 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. but nobody thought that about dusty right yeah yeah i you know i think there was the the madison square garden feature tracks and he had with uh with uh uh, uh, uh superstar graham uh billy graham and uh you know it was one of those things that man he almost you know, almost won the title, but you know, it didn't didn't work out. And so that's that's the story arc when it comes between Cody. Cody does cut good promos. So I mean he does cut like riveting promos to get the the fans in it. So perhaps from a story, you know, kind of kind of person kind of person who's just kind of um I want everybody like kind of like 
Starcade Tora 85, similar to Dusty and Flair. I think that's what they're going to try to do with Cody and, Ro- Ro- and Reigns. Have that type of let's all get the, the gathering, as as Dusty would say, we're all going to gather together for the cause. And it seems like that's what they're going to do with Cody. I'm just not sure if I'm going to buy it. I'm open to see where it goes, but I'm just right now. I'm I'm just skeptical of it, man. To be honest, so. I I am too, Chris. And I think what it really comes down to is there's nobody else. But that's not the reason to put it on him, bro. You're right. if, if there's yeah, nobody right. else, then wait. Then then yeah. wait. And how about better yet, Chris? Make somebody else. Make somebody. Gargano. Make Gargano. Can he do it? Can he do can he do it? Can he do it, Vince? Come on. Come on. Don't don't even don't even say that as a joke because they watch they watch this show as it is. Don't even say that as a joke, bro. <laughs> oh man, just you're gonna have a string of wins from Johnny Gargano, man. Uh it's it's proof that people's been watching these matches. So but yeah, it seems like Cody will be the guy who dethrones Ron Reigns. I'm just I'm not. I, I just not I'm not buying that man, but we'll see. Well, one person who doesn't need to win the championship, why? Because he's been world champion before. This guy right here, with the uh, oh man, he's 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 getting rid of the oxygen again, breaking his back. <laughs> he's blowing. There it is. He's blowing his bicep right now. He's blowing Bro, I, oxygen I into his bicep. <laughs> Blow like, myself up with it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, people saying no toots this week. Let, we got to give the people. Yeah, throw toots. Where's, where's toots at, man? Let's 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 give toots a call. Are you, you are you around, toots? You, you around? You've been hanging out, man. Where where are you at? You you're around, toots? toots where toots? Ah, oh, fresh air, bro. It's like a yeah. breath of fresh air when he enters the room, you know. Yes, indeed. It, you know, if Toots if Tootsmonts were alive, if Tootsmont were alive today, what would you say about the product, bro? I swear to you, if I was familiar with Toots during my TNA run, uh-huh. I would have had Eric Young as the lost son. <laughs> he he, yes. he looks so much like Eric Young. It's not even funny. It's not even funny, bro. Oh man, I would have popped for that. Oh, man. he would have been the lost, long lost son of Tootsman if I was I familiar it. with Toots back then. I love it. I love everything about that. Yeah. Eric Young is the long lost son of Tootsman. I mean, yeah. heck, man, he's uh, he's he's still in the past. He's doing this like. I like Eric Young as a character. He's another one of those like hyper thinkers when it comes to characters. Oh, God, which I can yeah, respect. Bro, forget it. You yeah. know, oh, I think God. that this this insane character is kind of getting stale, to be honest with you, because he does different variations like falling by design and sanity. But at the same time, man, I think he needs to change it up. I think that he needs to just do an overhaul and come back as a lone loss grandson. Of this handsome fellow right yeah here. I, agree. I agree I agree yeah. 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 yes well I think two should just hang out with us while you uh let him know about channel attitude <laughs> Toots, get on, Toots. Over, Toots. <laughs> yes everybody channel attitude.com uncensored unfiltered unchecked unshadow banned we tell it like it is, man. Check it out. Channelattitude.com. Nice, nice. Ladies and gentlemen, right here, we've got Vince Russo. We've got Dr. Chris. And we've got Toots, ladies and gentlemen. He's going to hang out with us for the rest of the show. Might as well. So without further ado, on behalf of Vince Russo and Toots Mott, I'm Dr. Chris. This is the Legion of Raw. Solo!